Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Michael Martz, CIO at Ohio Valley Health Services and Education Corporation. In this segment, Martz talks about how having more access to physicians has helped him to drive change, why he was willing to go through another Meditech 6.1 implementation, and his advice on how CIOs can avoid being boxed into an IT role. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Improvada, the healthcare IT security company ranked number one by class for secure messaging and single sign-on. For more information, visit their website at Improvada.com. So you said about you've been there about six months. Um, yeah. Now, I'm sure that it probably seems like longer. <laughs> <laughs> At times. Yeah. Can you, can you talk about uh, your decision to, uh, to take on this role and, uh, you know, w- what drew you to, that, to this particular organization? That actually wound up being an interesting story. Uh, I was talking with this organization while I was at Meadville purely on an advisory basis. Uh, for a year uh, because we had just moved to Meditech 6.1 there. Uh, This organization was choosing where they wanted to go in the future. They were looking at Meditech 6.1 or at Epic, uh, hosted through another organization, and going through the evaluation, comparing the two. Uh, They eventually decided that Meditech was the better platform to go to, which I was interested to see but happy to see. And I had started communicating with them about how do you organize the project, uh, how do you choose the consulting companies, those sorts of things. The organization at that point didn't have a CIO. The the CFO was doubling as a CIO uh, with two uh, managers within IT that were running the day-to-day. And while I was working in Meadville, my home is actually Columbus, Ohio, and uh, Wheeling is kind of halfway between the two. So I offered to stop by one day and talk rather than having all these conversations over the phone. And as I was doing that, I advised the the CFO that to make this project successful, one thing they're going to need is a chief information officer, not to manage the technology, but to manage the politics of the organization and all of the uh, process change and the culture change that's involved with making this successful. And by the end of that, she said, you know, you're right about the CIO. Why don't you be it? (laughs) And I had no intention of that. That that wasn't why I was here, so I pretty much blew her off. But she called back a month later and said, Mike, seriously, let's talk about this. And so we got to talking, and and, uh, eventually I decided it was the right move. There there was a number of things that that drew me here. Uh, Meadville is an excellent organization. There's there's a lot about that hospital that I miss, and, and there's a number of areas where it is truly among the, the leaders in the organization or in the nation and has been ranked that way by, by a number of the, the ranking bodies out there. But um, Ohio Valley did bring a larger, more complex organization, which, which was an appeal to me. Uh, I like a challenge, and, and this definitely brought that just in terms of size and scale with two hospitals uh, and, and more silos <laughs> to, to deal with, so, so more opportunities to, to drive some change. The leaner organization here I thought would be an interesting challenge. It, it's one that I didn't necessarily relish, but at the same time, I could see that they were being successful with, yeah. with a smaller IT organization supporting a larger hospital system. And so I wanted to see how that would work. 
the responsibility that they offered me here was a little bit broader than Meadville because I also have medical records and coding and uh, clinical informatics reporting up to me, which, which I did not have at Meadville. So that gives me a, uh, a broader business role uh, to be involved with the rest of the organization. I was pleased with the, the leadership team here and their drive for change, uh, and especially the importance that they saw in making this project work well. And after I met them, they, they really placed a lot of importance in the CIO position. I have, uh, frankly, much more access and better access to physicians and, and driving decisions of the, the medical leadership here uh, than I had at Meadville. And in many ways, I think that may make us more successful because uh, sometimes I couldn't get decisions to happen, uh, especially on things like mandating physician training there. And it's much easier to, to make those decisions happen here because I have much more direct access and control of those discussions and, and the decision processes here than I had. So those were all things that, that drove me. Um, and I have to admit, this is partly personal too. Uh, my uh, when I originally took the job in Meadville, we expected that our kids uh, who were all entering college or leaving college would scatter to the winds and uh, that after our, our youngest was out of high school and off to college that we would move my wife to Meadville. And as it turns out, they've all stayed in Columbus and we have a grandchild coming, our first grandchild coming in September and our son is getting married in July. And with all of that happening in yeah. Columbus, there's no way I was going to get my wife to move. So no. <laughs> I, I started looking for, for something closer to home, and this actually works very, very well because this gets yeah. me home most nights of the week. Oh, that's great. And congratulations. That's exciting. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So it seemed like that there were, there were certainly um, a lot of pros and a, and a lot of things that, that you were able to see as, as challenges. And, um, yes. Did you have that hesitation, though, that I'm going to go through this Meditech 6.1 all over again, not, not <laughs> having that much time lapse between the first one? Oh, yes. Uh, in fact, when I told my team at Meadville what I was doing, uh, they looked at me and said, are you out of your mind going through this again? <laughs> but it, it actually is a very exciting process to go through. Uh, I, I feel like we were very successful at Meadville in making it work well especially since that was one of the first five hospitals to go live with that system in the country. Um, and and it, it was an exciting thing to do that, that I um, actually look forward to, to doing again, and I'm not sure why. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I, I guess the thing that drives me is I really like helping an organization change and improve for the better, be it through better data, better processes, better support of the customers, whatever it is, that, that ability to make change and make improvements is something that really excites me. And you, you have just a really intense, rich opportunity to do that when you're putting in a whole new system that changes how everybody operates. And, and I get a lot of uh, joy out of making that kind of contribution to an organization. So it, it is a fun thing to do. And uh, well, what has it been like stepping into uh, this role where you had said before they didn't have a CIO previously? So how did that kind of affect um, you know, how you approached um, being, stepping into that role? 
Uh, a lot of the same challenges that, that any new CIO has when, when they first step into an organization. You, yeah. you, you really need to first just watch and learn and observe. Um, I, I certainly came in with all kinds of ideas and concepts about how the organization should operate, how the IT team in particular should operate, uh, and lots of ideas of things that I wanted to implement. But I've intentionally taken the first six months just to learn what this, what this group does well, um, where, where our real challenges are, and not make changes just because I like my way better, but, but really learn to adapt the, the best of what I know to the best of what they already know and, and already do. So I've been cautious about starting to make changes before now, um, yeah. and, and it's just now that I'm starting to, to really implement those, those kinds of things. It's very important with CIOs to really focus first, frankly, on the organization and on the executive team. Uh, make sure that you're recognized first as an executive and second as someone who happens to run IT. So um, when I'm in our, our executive team meetings, uh, I'm not there talking about the IT angle of things or only bringing up IT issues. In fact, I almost never talk about IT issues. I'm much more focused on what our business challenges are that we're focused on at the time and contributing as much as any other executive can contribute to what our solutions might be, our strategies might be, how we need to evolve our organization to adapt to, to whatever is, is the topic of the moment. Uh, doing that helps establish a credibility for you in the executive team that, that makes it so when you want to bring an idea to them, uh, they're much more willing to listen to you and take you seriously. And also, if they bring a concern to you and you might have to tell them no or not yet, uh, you, you have the credibility that you can do that. They will listen and understand uh, that they won't try and dictate what IT should do, uh, but they will collaborate with us and, and make sure that we're an active partner with them. It's part of the evolution that I think CIOs have been going through as uh, I think in, in most industries, as they've become to rely more and more on technology, that's become a more critical role. But, but it certainly is the case with healthcare, where we are very quickly changing from a paper-based industry to, to a very electronic-based industry, that uh, CIOs need to evolve not to be technicians at the board table, but executives at the board table who happen to have responsibility for IT as well as perhaps other things, but be executives first. And it, it has made a difference for the team here. Um, uh, because they didn't have a CIO, the, the IT team didn't have a CIO, uh, they very often could get run over and, and ramrodded by department folks who just may want something done. Uh, and sometimes they would get blamed for things that were really not IT's fault, but other people's fault. Uh, and I've been able to ensure that, that we are uh, engaging as a partner uh, where we need to hold others accountable. We do it, uh, but we do it in a, in a fair partnership way, not in an attacking form. And I think we've earned um, a better respect for IT than, than what they, they had in the past where they really didn't have someone at the helm to, to make that happen. Right. Speaks to not just, just your, your approach, but then also, like you said, how, where the industry seems to be going. 
um, as far as this role, which is really really a big shift from what we saw years ago, and will be interesting to see how that that continues. It it is, it, you know, there, there's nothing more important for for any executive, but especially for a CIO, than to be willing to be transparent and credible with with their peers at the executive table. We need to accept blame where where we should and apologize when it's appropriate. But we also need to feel fully comfortable holding others accountable. And uh, when we get into the the cheerful jousting matches, I prefer to call it that over arguments, uh, that we can feel comfortable going toe-to-toe as friends and peers, not as antagonists or or enemies. Uh, And you need to have that level of trust and confidence and credibility to be able to do that. It's very important that we never speak tech <laughs> when we're talking yeah. out, outside of IT, and that's a, that's a skill that a lot of people need to, to deal with. IT also is very involved with organizational change, I think a lot more than most folks realize, just because systems naturally cause change. And in many cases, I, the organization winds up looking to IT to help lead change in the organization. And a lot of times... The IT leaders will push back uh, in kind of some uncomfortable ways. You often hear people say, well, this isn't an IT project. This is an organizational project. And they're right. Almost everything that we do is not an IT project. But when we use those words, sometimes what people will hear, what, what other executives will hear is, I don't want to be responsible as the CIO. I want someone else to take charge. Yeah. And we have to be careful about that. It is perfectly appropriate for us as CIOs to take charge of organizational projects that involve far more than IT, uh, as long as we're doing it in partnership with, with our peers uh, and help lead the entire organization through those changes. It makes us as IT a lot more valuable to the organization. And, and we become very often the go-to people to get things done. That is definitely a change from the way IT has been in the past. Yeah. So it, it seems that all in all that, that this has uh, turned out to be, uh, you know, the right move and that uh, you feel good about things uh, half a year in. I, I really do. There, there certainly was a fair amount of doubts and, and uh, questions as to whether I was making the right decision uh, at the time that I made it, but I have had no regrets. Uh, this the the opportunity to make improvements here has been tremendous, uh, and the contributions that I've been able to make have been very welcomed here. Uh, a lot of the organization has wound up referring to IT for advice and guidance, and that's exactly the kind of organization I want to see us be, uh, where we're looked up to as, as people who can help the organization, not just as... Um, data plumbers that just make things go and, and otherwise we stay out of the way. So it's it's been a very rewarding situation. Okay. Sounds like you got your hands full too, so there's not too much time <laughs> to think anyway, right? <laughs> we, we definitely do, considering what's yeah. on the plate and the small team that we have here, yes. Yeah. All right. Um, well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And I'd like to check back a little down the road to see how, uh, how the Big Bang goes. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, it'll, it'll be a happy bang. <laughs> but thank you. I, I very much enjoyed the discussion. I look forward Great. to talking to you again. All right. Thanks. And thanks. I'll Bye. be in touch soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. 
Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.